when I am out shopping and I use my credit card, I get credit from the creditor and I become a debtor. I need to pay that back to the creditor. How interesting that in the first reading, when it says that Abram believed in God, it says Abraham put his faith in the Lord, it says that God credited it to him as an act of righteousness. Like God gave him credit. God like almost like owed Abram that he put his faith in the Lord. And this verse is so important for the entire scripture. St. Paul will refer back to this scene again and again as he writes to the early Christian communities, especially those who were Jewish, and saying, listen, brothers and sisters, when did God credit Abram? Was it when he was circumcised? Which was, of course, how you entered into the, the Jewish covenant? No. Circumcision hasn't even come up yet in the Bible. When did God give righteousness to Abraham? When he believed in the word of the Lord. And so Paul will build this whole case on it's not in following the Mosaic law that we find our salvation. It's in believing the word of the Lord and it's believing in the word incarnate who God sent Jesus the Christ, the true offspring of Abraham, the righteous son who has been awaited through his loins, through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and finally to Jesus. Now, God makes this covenant with Abram in Genesis 15. God promises all these great blessings will give to Abram a family of many nations, a land that will be a blessing. And what happens with this covenant? Abram takes a whole bunch of different animals, he cuts them in half, puts them on different sides, almost like, like a boulevard, and this deep, deep, terrifying darkness comes over. This trance happens. There's something otherworldly happening here. Abram being lifted up out of the ordinary realm of earth. And then the flame passes through those pieces. This is a covenant ceremony. In a covenant, you make a permanent family bond with this other party. Abraham is making this permanent family bond with God. And a covenant always has promises and curses. The promises are here is what's going to be a blessing now that we're joining our lives together. And God makes Abram many, many promises. But a covenant ceremony also has curses, meaning should we fail, should I fail to keep this covenant, may I be accursed. That's how important this covenant is. So many scholars believe that the idea here is that as Abram is walking through with the presence of Yahweh between these slain animals, the idea is they're walking between these carcasses and Abraham is saying, if I am unfaithful to believing in your word, may I become like these dead creatures. May I be cut in two. May I be destroyed if I am unfaithful to this covenant. It's life and death. It's promise and curse. In any case, it's very, very serious. This is not, this is not just playing around, not just religious ideas. This is like life and death right here with our Father in faith. Abraham is given his son. Of course, he'll be asked to sacrifice him. And once again, even though he does not understand, 
he accepts the word of the Lord and is prepared to sacrifice Isaac on Mount Moriah. But the angel stays his hand, and Isaac is given back to him. Because one day, Abraham's true son, Jesus Christ, will freely offer his life. When we had broken the covenant, when we had brought a curse upon ourselves and not listened to the word of the Lord, Jesus became the curse for us and freely allowed his body to be cut, to be wounded, and to bleed and to die. He freely chose to become the curse for us, that we could be reconciled to God the Father and receive all the blessings given to Abraham and even more to see God face to face. As we celebrate the Eucharist today, brothers and sisters, this is the church's perpetual renewal of the covenant with Abraham that we'll celebrate till the end of time. As we walk down these aisles, let us call to mind how precious are these promises that God has given us eternal life and we have believed and it's been credited to us as an act of righteousness through Jesus Let's remember how incredible these promises are. And let's pray for the grace to persevere and to never turn away from God. To never turn our backs on the Lord and never forget what he has done for us. In his son, who was crucified and who was risen.